your Locked On Maple Leafs, your daily podcast on the Toronto Maple Leafs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Leafs podcast, your one-stop shop for all things Leafs. I'm your host, Mike DiStefano from TSN 1050 Toronto Radio, also known as Al's brother from TSN's Overdrive. You can hit me up on Twitter at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow the show as well at Locked On Leafs. If you like what you hear today, please consider subscribing to the podcast. Leave a rating or review as well. That would be much, much appreciated. Coming off a big-time win last night, the Toronto Maple Leafs defeated the Calgary Flames by a score of 5-3. to three. They relinquished the lead twice, but stuck with it in the end. Matthews had a couple of goals. Jack Campbell stood on his head in the third. Uh, well, sort of. Jack Campbell played well down the stretch, let's say. And to join me to chat about all that is a friend of the show, my good buddy, Brandon Cameron. Brandon, what's up, pal? No, what's going on, man? Just, you know, late night last night. <laughs> yeah, these these uh these West Coast games suck, don't they? Like the fact that these 9:30, 10 o'clock p.m. starts, you know, we're we're all now up late past. I mean, I'm usually up myself, but you know, I know some people got to wake up early. Like there's the guys on the TSM morning show, like Carlo Koliakovo, stays up to watch a game. A, because he's got to talk about it the next morning, but B, because he's also just a, a massive fan fanboy as well but like that dude's got to be up at 5 30 for a six o'clock morning show and he's sitting there friggin at uh midnight 1 a.m still watching this these leafs games it's insane at least he gets to do it from his house <laughs> that's true that's true he doesn't have to wake up at 4 30 to make the trek into uh agent court to the tsn studios that is true but yeah no you're right it, it makes for uh some tired mornings that's for sure but hey we can't complain because the Leafs at least came away with two points and got the win. And what I found interesting about the win yesterday was kind of – they got it a different fashion. You know, the Leafs have been winning games in, in kind of all different ways, but giving up the lead twice and then still pulling out a two-goal victory I think is something we haven't quite seen this season. Um, they've either kept the lead and, and they've dominated or they've – given up the lead and then end up losing or they win it in a, in a, in like overtime or something like that, but losing the lead twice in one period and then also continuing to play well, score a couple more goals and win the game by two uh, was just a kind of a different way to win. And it's, it's just nice to see. Yeah. I think it's a little more telling towards uh, on Calgary's end than it was on the Leafs end though. It's kind of more of the, the uh, telling of the flames, you know, kind of flaming out here down the stretch. <laughs> yeah, they're not playing well at all. I mean, these past – like last night's game, the first couple of periods were not that fun. Like they just no. – no, the Flames aren't playing good hockey, and the Leafs took a little bit to, to wake up. And then it was a really entertaining third. You know, Calgary woke up. They scored a couple uh, couple of goals. Um, I guess Mangiapane scored late in the second period to bring it to within one, and then it got tied, and then Simmons scored, and then it got tied again, and then away come the Leafs scoring a couple more goals to uh, take that two-goal victory. But overall, uh, your your impressions of last night's game? Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was a pretty good game for the Leafs to win. Like it's it's a kind of low key quiet win for the Leafs more than usual, which is I think is fine, especially in a West Coast game where some people kind of, you know, tune out at some points. But I feel like if you tuned out in the third period last night, that's probably where you did miss out cuz it was a little more exciting than a lot of the West Coast games I've seen at least play this year. 
at least in the third. The first two periods were kind of a snooze, but once the third period got going and everything started, like when goals started flying left and right, they scored what? They, there was three goals in like a minute and a half. Uh, yeah, they, they, like that. well, yeah. So there was the shorthanded goal to make it three, three. And then, uh, Matthew scores the, the, to, the go ahead goal a few minutes later, a few moments later on the power play. And then, uh, who scored the, then it was the Simmons goal, I think, or it was Tavares. It was Tavares. Tavares said Tavares scored. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a minute 20 after that to give them the two goal lead again. So there was, there was goals coming left, right and center. And, and yeah, it was like the tying goal. It became two, two. And then the three, two goal came. Yeah. There was just a whole bunch of responses on both ends, but, uh, the third period, there was a lot going on. So if you did fall asleep in between the second and third period, go back and watch the final 20. Cause it was actually the best part of the game. Um, Let's talk about Jack Campbell because it was a bit of a an interesting game from him, like kind of a shaky start, I would say. He yeah. did get the win because that's all he does. All he does is win no matter what. Money on my mind ain't never going to, you know, like whatever the rest of the lyrics. That's never get enough. That's it. You, you had it. You were, you were there. You were almost there. I was almost – I was going to say never get enough or never giving up. But I was like, I don't remember which one it is, so I decided to stop for embarrass myself. But now we had this conversation. I've already embarrassed myself. But anyways, all he does is win. Uh, tied a franchise record nine straight wins to begin a Maple Leaf season. Um, how incredible has this guy's season been? Like Jack Campbell truly is giving the Leafs the best goaltending that they've seen in years. Like probably since the Eddie, Eddie Belfour days. The unfortunate part is that it's it's spotty, right? Like it's it's a game here, a couple games there, then he takes a game or two off, injured for a month, and then he comes back, plays a couple games, and then he needs another rest. But when he is in that, man, the Leafs, they got the best chance to win those games. Yeah, I will say, though, like from what I have seen of Jack Campbell, that it's not the prettiest. <laughs> well, last night's yeah, – It's really, really not. Last night specifically was not the prettiest. Like, he got some help from his D. There was uh, a couple of times where pucks squeaked past him. And, and uh, who was it the, on the first one? I think uh, Travis Dermott sweeping the puck off the goal yep. line. And then I think it was Justin Hall a little bit later in the game doing the same thing. So, I mean, that, that was two pucks that were going into the net. And he got some help from his defenseman, um, which was nice to see. But then he also came up with a couple of nice saves later in the third, namely like that one on Kachuk where he went between the legs off his skate and backhand. Like that was an unreal move by Kachuk. And then Jack Campbell just flashing the leather saying, I don't think so. I can't believe he didn't score that, honestly. No, that was uh, I thought that was a goal for sure. I was like, oh, man, they're going to allow that goal. And uh, it's going to be a one-goal game at that point. They'll pull the goalie. It's going to be tough. But, no, Jack Campbell there makes the big-time save and really proves why uh, why he is a, a, a good goaltender and a guy who, no. if he can stay healthy, I think should be Toronto's number one guy. Uh, but the health factor truly is, is kind of hindering this guy uh, and his career a little bit. Yeah, it, it's pretty hard to to claim to be the number one guy when you can't play three games in a row generally, which is kind of what Campbell has so far proven he can't do. Yeah, I think he's only like, played for the most part in a row, right? Pardon? He, I think he's only played two in a row this year. That's the most. I think so. I don't think he's done three. He might have th- actually. He might have done three, but there's no way he did more than three. I don't think so. I, I think legit. I don't think it was three, but he might have done three. I don't believe so. But anyways. Um, 
yeah, so it was kind of an up and down performance from Campbell. But at the end of the day, like I said, all he does is win ninth straight to begin the season, uh, tying a franchise record. And we'll see if he ends up getting the net uh, later this week. But I, I, you know, if he breaks that record and goes 10 and 0, like that, that'd be fantastic. Um, another big thing that happened last night in the third period, if you guys fell asleep, the power play drought ended after not scoring on 29 straight opportunities. Austin Matthews pounces on a loose pocket was a greasy garbage goal, but a power play goal. Nonetheless, Brandon, how excited were you when you saw Matthews put that puck away and end that drought? Well, I was excited for a game to not go to overtime, <laughs> to be honest well, it was, with you. <laughs> it also was the game-winning goal. Like, at the end yeah. of the day, it was also the game winner. So, it was timely, and it was perfect perfect timing for them. Um, and it, it sparked something as well, because they played well the rest of the game, and Tavares scored a minute 20 later to regain that two-goal lead that they, they once had. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, price at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for the professionals as the do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliable low prices, all the parts car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. Finally getting a goal in the power play. And look, it wasn't pretty, like I said. But I think getting that drought over with, now they should be able to to stop talking about it, stop thinking about it, stop gripping the stick, stop trying to get in a perfect position and just go out there and play and just, you know, be on the power play and, and do your thing. Right. So I think, uh, I think there's a pretty good opportunity that uh, they could, they're, they're going to get it going. Sorry. I got a text there that I just looked over. It kind of took me randomly off guard here. I So I'm going to bring you guys into my life for a moment just because I, I, I can't help but laugh at this. I'm a guy that doesn't like change, okay? I hate change. Same. I, got a, I just got a text from, from, from my father saying, just wanted to give you fair warning that there's a new shower head upstairs. Didn't want you to get caught off guard. Because <laughs> like like, I would walk into the bathroom and be like, what the hell is going – what is this – monstrosity hanging from the ceiling what is this thing and uh so i just thought that was really funny and i kind of lost my train of thought and i bring you guys into a little bit of my life uh, just a ball of anxiety about new things and uh you know hopefully (laughs) hopefully uh that little you know warning a lot of pressure isn't too much for you well hopefully that warning that my dad gave me doesn't uh caused me to have a heart attack when I walk into the walk into the bathroom and take a shower later today. But anyways, back to the Maple Leafs. Um, yeah, I, I think that now they can just stop thinking about it and, and hopefully the power play can get back on track because it was so good to start the season. They were operating at like 40% through the first 15 games and then it just went silent 
radio silence. Oh, for the last 29 before Matthew scored. And, uh, you know, I, I think that this is going to be a, a, another big reason why the will have a strong finish is because I think they get the power play back on the rails. And that's just going to keep in, increasing their goal totals every game. Yeah, and I think there's something to be said about the the timing of the Leafs finally breaking through, like literally seconds after they probably hit, rock, I would argue, rock bottom on their power play, where they had, like the first couple power plays they had last night, they weren't like, they were garbage. Like they didn't do anything. They weren't getting in the zone. They weren't doing anything. And then Backlund scores that shorthanded goal. Seconds later, the Leafs finally wake up, start doing things that they should be doing, like going to the net, driving hard, getting greasy goals, which it worked. Shocker. <laughs> And that's the thing, right? Like people have been saying, just, you just need to get a goal. Like it doesn't matter how you get it. You just got to get the goal. Like at this point, the Leafs have went 29 straight opportunities. They were just trying to be too pretty with it. And it was just kind of unfathomable that they couldn't at least get a greasy garbage goal out in front, pouncing on a rebound at the very least and it just didn't come and finally that's the way eventually they do end the drought which i thought was hilarious also um that sheldon keith timeout uh we need to chat about it because i am a big fan of timely timeouts and that certainly calmed things down for the team after they uh you know let go of their lead once again and then they went out and scored on the ensuing power play which was uh which was obviously good to see and good on sheldon for noticing that, uh, you know, let's calm things down, take the time out, talk over this power play, and you know what? Do you know what else he at? He did. He changed in that timeout as well. He uh, he put Zach Hyman back onto the. He put Zach Hyman onto the top power play, which I'm surprised they haven't. Isn't something that they haven't done more often. Like I feel like I would much rather Zach Hyman play on the top power play unit than Wayne Simmons, but that's just me. Dude, of course that was the big change. Anything that's broken, you put Hyman there to fix it, and it's done. It's fixed. He's the plumber. He's Mr. Fix-It, all right? That's what Zach – I'm going to start calling him the plumber, right? That's actually sick. I love that nickname for him. Right? The plumber, Zach Hyman, Mr. Fix-It. Like, that's what that guy does. You have issues on that top line. Joe Thornton wasn't scoring, and, and that, you know, Matthews and Marner were struggling a bit. What did they do? They put Hyman back on that line. What was happening when Tavares and Nylander were struggling? They put Hyman on that line. They needed to get a, a third line going, a good checking line to add some depth to that team. So what they do? They put out a lineup of McKayev, Hyman, and while either Kerfoot or Engvall, I guess, were swapping in and out depending on what part of the season. Like, this guy is just doing everything. He, he's a great penalty killer, and now – He's fixing the least power play. Like, what doesn't the plumber do on all honesty? He's not just a plumber. He does everything. He fixes furnaces. He fixes the deck. He fixes the windows, the shingles, the power play. He's Mr. Plumber, Zach Hyman. Um, <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, you know what? Let's, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, let's get to the three stars of the game. And then after that, we're going to get to a conversation uh, about the NHL trade deadline, which is less than a week away. It's coming up real quick. And Frank Saravalli has the Maple Leafs as the biggest buyers this uh, or this trade deadline season. So we've put together a ranking of the top five guys we think the Leafs should buy, and we'll do that list shortly. But first, here's a message from our show sponsors. 
Bet Online has the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, golf, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today. Use the promo code LOCKED ON and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, welcome back to the Locked On These Podcast. Mike DiStefano with you. Alongside me, I've got Brandon Cameron. Uh, so Brandon Leafs with a big 5-3 win last night. Uh, there was some good. There was some some great. There was a little bit of ugly as well. But we don't do the good, the bad, and the ugly, or the good, the better, the best anymore. We just do our straight-up three stars. And let's start with the third star of the game. So give me who you thought was your third star. So my third star uh, from last night's game is it goes to the man who is 9-0 so far to start the year, Jack Campbell. I mean – Gets another win. Huge save on Kachuk in the final minutes there to, to keep it close, secure the win. Pretty hard to argue against it. I mean, I, I didn't love the backland goal off the faceoff. That wasn't the best goal I've ever seen a goalie let in. But I thought he battled, fought hard, made some great saves, and he ended up getting the win. So he, I think he deserves uh, third star nominations for last night. Yeah, I mean he 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 was he was he was decent last night. I think like I alluded to, it was a little bit of an up and down performance. Um he got bailed out a couple of times with uh, his defenseman swiping some goals off the goal line. So uh, I wasn't prepared to put him in my three stars, but hey, you're never going to criticize a goaltender after a win. So, you know, good on him and uh I'll allow you giving him some love there in our three stars category. But I wanted to give my third star actually to Sheldon Keith. Um, you know, we kind of just talked about it a moment ago, but a very timely, timely timeout, which was which was key. And then making that change to put Zach Kyman to try and spark something new and end that that power play drought. And it worked. And, uh, you know, that ended up being the game winner. It sparked some life back into that team after giving up a, a goal shorthanded and they end up scoring a minute 20 later Tavares gets on the board and they hold on to that lead and win it five to three so for me I wanted to give Keith some love so he was my third star of the game Uh, who's your second star yeah so my second star I gave it to the John Tavares line I thought the John Tavares line was probably one of the best I I, actually say they were the best line for the Leafs last night in general like I, I I thought they were really rolling they got a lot of chances they produced two goals I think uh John Tavares ended up with a goal and assist I think he assisted on the Matthews power play goal so I I guess that doesn't count his his line but him specifically I thought they were jump they're buzzing they had some jump they created chances so they've been doing the last like what four or five games or so since Galchenyuk joined their line like they've been buzzing like I they they've been great yeah, no, they 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 have been good, and I had uh, I had Tavares kind of as my standalone second star of the game, but you know I kind of like what you did better. I, I like that whole line as a whole. You're right, like they did do well. Um, I think Chucky ended up uh, with with an apple. Tavares got uh, a goal and an assist. He got Nylander with a couple of points last night too. Um, and yeah, they're getting their chances, getting their opportunities, and it's interesting. We're gonna go through our top five uh, power rankings for our trade bait, but there's a real conversation about whether or not the Leafs even need to make a move for a winger now since, 
you know, the way that uh, Galchenyuk has been playing. And last night was a, was another good game. You know, I, I've always said, or I was saying this, I suppose, back in the first few games of, of his where he looked good. I always said, I'm curious what we're going to be saying eight, nine, ten games into his tenure. And here we are. I believe that was his eighth or ninth game. And uh, he, he still looked pretty good. Still looking good, I thought. Um, and, and that line still looks fairly energized, getting good opportunities. So, yeah, hats off to them. Certainly deserving of second star honors. Uh, your first star of the game, probably going to be the same as mine. He's a man who scored twice last night. The guy who finally ended the power play drought. Is it Mr. Austin Matthews? You guessed it. I mean, obviously he's been the Leafs MVP all season long. He's going to continue to be their MVP if they're like, he should be in everybody's heart conversation at the moment. Like, I don't see how he's not at least top three in heart voting right now. Like, I don't, if you don't vote. I don't know. I don't don't, know. I I don't, there's not three better players. I don't think there's been three better players than him this year. But it's not, it's not best player. Like, that's the Ted Lindsay. That like that's the Ted Lindsay. Is he in the conversation for Ted Lindsay? Perhaps. I mean, yeah, I would say so as well. I would probably go to McDavid, but I, I, the heart I think also probably is locked up by Connor McDavid. Um, Jonathan Huberdeau is having an unbelievable season out in Florida. I think he's definitely going to be in the conversation. Um, Kane's probably dropped off a little bit since he's, uh, you know, his team's sputtered here towards the the end of the season, but. Um, you know, Matthews, he may be sniffing around, uh, sniffing around the ballot, but I, I would be hard pressed to to call him a, a heart candidate at this point. He's missed five games, six games, maybe two, which which kind of hurts him a little bit. But I mean, if he does keep scoring at this rate, where he's just you know six goals his last six games, if he scores at a goal per game pace the rest of the way. Yeah, I mean, he could certainly be in the conversation, that's for sure. Is he pretty much a lock for the Rocket at this point? Uh, Barring another injury, yeah, I would think so. And that wrist looks A-OK now. Yes, it does. That that, that shot last night where he just roofed it, just an absolute missile off his stick, a nice wrister, really made you realize, okay, okay, that's the Austin Matthews that we've been missing. He's back now. He's going to be a dangerous, dangerous threat going forward. And I, I, I was wondering about this the other day. When the Leafs were on that, that skid where they had lost six of eight games and um, didn't pick, weren't picking up any points either in, in overtime or anything like that, during those, that streak, uh, they allowed Edmonton and Winnipeg to climb to within, um, I think, a tie at one point at the top of the standings. A big reason for that, and a big reason why the Leafs weren't really getting any production was the fact that Matthews was hurt and he just wasn't scoring. And it affected a lot of things with that team. And now that he's back and healthy again, well, look at that. Now they've gone out, they've swept another Western road swing and have a massive buffer between them and the next team in the division. And I think the health of Austin Matthews is so important for this team. And just by saying that, you actually, I have somewhat convinced myself that maybe <laughs> he is closer into the, the Hart Trophy category than I was talking about before. Because, yeah, I guess you're right. When the team's winning, it's because Matthews is playing well. And, and when they're losing, it's because he's not or because he's not producing 
because he can't because of his injury. And I guess that would make him pretty darn valuable to that team. You're right. You're right. I apologize. I, I don't, like I, I if he's not nominated, I think he's snubbed. If he's not nominated this year, I think he's snubbed. There there are some really good good players that like I said, I, I McDavid's probably a lock to win it. Yeah. Um but but like you think about around the league, I mean Vasilevsky could easily be also nominated for for the heart, like as a as a goaltender. That guy's just outstanding. Grubauer is in that conversation himself out in Colorado. It's actually crazy what he's been able to do as well. And then Jonathan Huberto in, in Florida is having an unreal season. I think I saw the Panthers, I believe they're first in the league. Actually. Yeah. They, I checked the standings this morning. They're still, they're, they're one right now. And, and that's like their captain got hurt a week ago and they just keep rolling. It's like, no, that's or not their captain, but a massive part of their blue line, their best blue liner um, in Aaron Ekblad. And, and they're just keep her going all good. All good. Gusto Forsling can come in and play 22 minutes a night for us. All good. We're just going to go out and score a bunch of goals, and Dreger will go and save everything that gets thrown at him. Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, Matthew's definitely going to be in the conversation. All right. Actually, um, what we're going to do is we're just going to leave it right here. Um, I did record the trade special or the the power rankings with Brandon, uh, and I'm actually going to play that tomorrow because we're up already about 25 minutes-ish into this podcast, and that was another 20-minute segment. Uh, so I'm actually going to save that uh, conversation for tomorrow. So there's a, a little tease about what we'll be chatting about on Wednesday's show. Uh, we'll also be teeing up the game as well. But uh, yeah, so there's a, a, a little tease to what we'll be discussing tomorrow but i hope you enjoyed the show today because that is going to do it for the podcast i'd like to thank everyone for listening and supporting the show you can subscribe to the locked on leaves podcast on all podcasts and platforms you receive daily leaves content follow myself on twitter at mickey underscore canuck follow the show at locked on leaves and if you want some more hockey talk be sure to check out the locked on nhl podcast where myself and four of the locked on hosts discuss the latest around the nhl like i said i'll be back with another episode tomorrow uh brandon will join me once again and we will talk about our top five our power rankings for our top five additions that we think the Leafs should make at the trade deadline and then I'll also tee up tomorrow's game so I'll be talking about that make sure that you are subscribed and you'll join us once again tomorrow but until then keep it locked right here on Locked on Leafs